Hello and welcome to another episode of Marifa Podcast. I go by the name of Natumi and thank you for taking up the time to be here with me as I talk about another episode of Insecure and oh my days, I run the first competition when it comes to Marifa Podcast. So a little background when it comes to the journey of Marifa, its own entity, its own individual space in 2020. But Marifa TV has been around since 2015 when I randomly started the a YouTube channel with a friend of mine. It's taken on different forms and I continuously feel that it's finding its space and it's will hopefully at some point get into its full potential. I've done some reaction videos on the channel. I've done, I've talking about celebrity culture and all those good stuff, but I've always found my comfort in talking about cinema and representation. My background is in media and culture and telling stories when it comes to black bodies on our screens. And then academically, theoretically looking into that, into sociology and what cinema says about us. Having given you all that background, it's really nice considering the different forms that it's taken, that sometimes we're starting from scratch, but we're doing things and hopefully creating spaces that we have a little bit of a voice, a little bit of an insight when it comes to the programming that we enjoy. I enjoy Marifa is run by me. So a lot of the opinions you get to hear are my opinions, but I'm really excited. And I've actually decided to do this really off the whim. So in me recording this review of um, episode five of Insecure in this latest season, season four, I was like, I've been doing these quotes, but why not run a competition? Just something little... The person who answers the question right will be winning a product from a black owned business. So I'm super excited about that. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully someone responds back and actually, <laughs> and actually it'll be so funny <laughs> if nobody, it'll be funny, but not funny. It'll be quite painful, but hopefully you guys will not cheat. Hopefully you guys are going to be open and I'm going to be announcing the individual. I'll put all the dates for when the composition is done when I actually post the episode because I don't want to say that, put things in in stone on record and then I don't hit those dates. So I'm going to make sure that I put the dates in the description of this podcast. But good luck to anybody and everybody and thank you for anybody and everybody who will potentially get involved in, in this. But once again, as we have done in previous episodes, we are going to start with a black film quote and it's this quote that I need you guys to let me know what film it is the character the director of the film and the year that the film was released it would be wonderful if you can actually do this all from from memory or if you have like a few of them it'll be however however much of the details that you can have it'll be really good so I'm gonna say the quote twice and then we can get into the review but here we go. Good luck, everyone. And quote, I'm not going to use the B word. I'll just call you unstable creatures. End quote. With a little bit more of an oomph and direction. I ain't gonna use the B word. I'm just gonna call you unstable creatures. End quote. I really would like to apologize to everyone because my American accent tends to just gravitate to one place one place and I don't know where that place is. I don't know whether I'm in Los Angeles. I don't know whether I'm in Massachusetts. I really don't know. I'm just floating somewhere 
and that's actually quite painful but good luck to everybody and i hope you guys participate but for now we go into insecure season four episode five titled loki moving on this episode was directed by stella mcgee who's also the director of the photograph which came out early on this year when we could still go to cinemas but i feel like this film was not released in the uk or i don't know what i was doing early on in the year that i ended up not watching it the episode is written by sarita singleton and Issa ray let's see Issa works around the clock to ensure the event goes off without a hitch so we finally arrive to the episode of the block party and we start the episode with a very nervous Issa who is not able to sleep and I'm guessing the nervousness is considering you know it's the day before the block party so her trying to go over everything that she's planned and last we left her she didn't have a main act her main act had dropped off nathan is also up late got free yard because you know andrew's not around he's over at molly's they get to talking think they're dming each other but then they finally get on the phone with each other Issa thanks nathan for helping her with the block party but then at this moment we, we don't really know what exactly he's done he jokes around and he asks if um, Issa is going to be giving him vip treatment because it was his idea to do the block party that's cute. That's nice. It's nice to to be able to see them getting back to a point that they're talking. I always feel like there's moments that we miss between these two characters and the potential of them getting together. But naturally, we can see that there's a friendship that's bonded between them two. So that's really nice. And hopefully we'll get to see more of them. The next thing we see is Molly getting ready and she's nervous. You know, all I can say is the guilt is eating her, you know? what that mess that she's carrying around is eating her but we also know like she it seems that she was ready to have a conversation with Issa but then that didn't happen and that has accumulated over the past episodes and I think a lot of it has to do with Molly having a sense of judgments towards Issa and what she feels Issa should be doing which is quite interesting we're seeing more so of that and she's actually articulated it even within the last episode. At the venue, Issa is getting ready. She's just sorting out the last kind of last things. And the people who are doing stores are like coming up to her, asking her for help. And she has her assistant who's helping her, an intern. And Condola briefly shows up to let Issa know about a rep who's coming. And that answered my question in regards to what Condola was actually doing and how she was helping. It seemed like a lot of the stuff that Condola was helping her with is connecting her to sponsors and and people, corporate people who will invest in the block party. And in that sense, she can be able to see money coming in. Condola lets Issa know that her and Lawrence broke up. Number one, side note, when I'm telling you, I said it before in a different podcast review that I did, I absolutely love the styling that Condola has had throughout this um, season. Her hair as well looked absolutely gorgeous in this I just this is what the type of creativity that you just love seeing that is not just you know having a wig thrown on you and also also expanding on that I've always liked the fact that it's always been quite distinctive Molly has a certain look very bone straight bob sharp suiting her her work and her background and then you see Condola who has more of 
a, a very mature look but then it's quite experimental at the same time and it's and she owns it really really well and it's been amazing being able to see that i still love how Issa's hair has been done throughout the season we love to see it for the show we love to see it we love to see it and we keep on celebrating it this this is it this is what we love to see so anyway the two of them have that conversation we obviously now know that condola and lawrence are not together it's left open what's what's going to happen now Issa has more options who potentially she might end up with um she also apologizes for disappearing and you know we understand it because of the fact that she's getting over the heartache you know she's getting over the heartache and everything else that's gone on Issa gets called by her assistant at the step and repeat and um Kelly is forever doing her own unique flex she's trying to do a split or like a high kick I don't know what she's doing but the one thing that I really liked was Kelly acknowledged that she had no faith in Issa and her vision no faith at all and she honed in on that and it was hilarious it was so funny she was like no I really didn't believe you could do this no I didn't I didn't see it at all at all of all people I thought that you'll be the one to fuck this up and you didn't you really did it once they finish taking pictures and they're walking around, Kelly quickly switches up and gets into a British accent and she is met with Anime, the rapper. I didn't quite catch his name in this episode, so I'm just going to call him Anime. She gets into this accent, into this British accent, because she told this guy she's from London. So now she has to keep up this whole lie, but her accent was on point and it was so funny. Amal as well shows up and they always have like an ongoing beef between each other. At some point, Issa gets called off to like you to do an interview and she's thinking that she's doing an interview for a big like news channel or something and it ends up being for someone's YouTube channel. And hey, hey, all the YouTubers who are out there making moves, we see you. We see you. There's a point that Amal, Kelly and Anime are are talking (laughs) and Amal asks her, oh, what part of London are you from? And then she was like, oh, I'm from South Central London. And I was like, okay. And he continues and he asks about Brexit and she has nothing to say. And it was hilarious. The exchange between them, the chemistry between the two of them is priceless. It was also quite nice to see Derek and, and Tiff as new parents. They're just out, first of all, to support, yay them, supporting their friend, but also just having a break from, from life and everything else that's going on with them. So there's a point that the baby is really not settling. So Derek decides to go and, and follow that up. But Tiff stays behind. And it was just one of those moments that you could clearly see that she was tired and she needed a break. So it's kind of nice that he took that and he went and he, you know, he he stepped in and he was like, just enjoy yourself. I'll see you later. Molly's energy throughout the block party, mostly like early on in the block party, you're just like, you fully just can't be happy for your friend. You're, it's like she had purposed to not be happy for her. And I'm just like, why come with this dead energy? And then as well, because this is your friend, you're saying this is your best friend and you're just coming out here as a hater. It's not even nice. It's not even, just enjoy. You know, the, you know when you're angry, food doesn't even taste nice. That's why she couldn't finish the chicken wings because of the fact that she's just, she's just angry. Angry. Oh my goodness. Nathan actually shows up. I do feel, I have a feel, I have a feeling, and I've said this before about other characters, that Nathan is underused. So he came in and you can see that there's nice chemistry between 
him and Issa, he looks at her really lovingly and I'm like, oh, this is so cute. This is so cute. And I'm not saying this, that they, they should be like a constant getting to the end, the point that they're together. But then I'm just like, it's, it, you're there, you're kind of not there. You're the, you know, it's just a bit weird sometimes. The one thing that was pointed out is the fact that there's not enough black faces in the crowd. And Issa was like, white people, you keep finding us. And we just have to let that moment sink in because I have no idea why, even when you do a thing for black owned, as someone who's attended enough Afropunks, you, white people, you always track us down. We're just, we're, sometimes we're trying to have a break from you. We're trying to do something that we have a day off from your suppression. But yet again, you're here. You find us, you want to be in the mix and in your early as well. But, but black people did show up. They showed up and they turn it out. But it was funny, it was, that's something, it was funny because of the fact that it was so real and it's the reality of what all of us have to deal with. So Molly attempts to talk to Issa and at this point, constantly throughout this episode, I really feel like a lot of the heaviness and a lot of the, a lot of that energy is coming from Molly's side. Issa is not even in a position. She's like, she's putting on a huge event and actually Andrew points that out to her. Like this is a huge event to be putting on. Like someone is going to be stressed out. You're going to be in a in tunnel vision in being able to execute this thing. Actually, number one, a big shout out to event organizers, the ones who do it right and the ones who have their heart in the right place and putting things at, at the center, promoting black businesses, black artists. It's not easy. The fact that Issa has been doing this highlights that. And obviously Molly is a friend. You would hope that she gets it, but it seems that she doesn't get it. One thing I did like about this scene, however difficult it was, this is a scene that Molly gives wings to to Issa. It was beautifully shot, very beautifully shot. The colours were were really lovely. I love the framing. This is also something that was mirrored throughout the episode really, really well. And I actually really liked that. So anyway, pushing forward, there's a little bit of hiccups trying to see whether Vince Staple is going to show up or not because he posted a, a picture on Instagram and he's in a different state in that picture. So Issa's hoping that it's a later gram. But when she goes backstage, when she has word that he's there, she goes to check on him. And Thug Yoda, Miles, is there. Her neighbour from the Dunes, the place that she lived with Lawrence, is actually there. And he's giving out some some needed advice, you know, and he's letting them know, don't let others' voices jeopardise your character. That's really important. That's very, very important. And he's just motivating and <laughs> lets Issa know that there's a <laughs> lesbian couple who moved in so he can hook it up if need be and she's like but i'm 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 not a lesbian still insisted he can make it happen if she needs it to be happened so that's good that's someone who's got your best interest that's that's what you need <laughs> we have a cut between what's happening on the main stage and what's happening backstage and the og who drops and does a split <laughs> jesus is lord me at my age right now i can't even and then someone even more wiser and grown age is doing more than me it is well. But then they had to get someone to, to come and lift him up. His friends. It is okay. Sir actually performed and his his set was really small and tiny. And a part of me was like, oh, I really wish I would have seen a little bit more Sir. Maybe he would have been... Now thinking about it, I was like, maybe if he was written into the program a little bit more, so we're not just seeing him on stage, then I would have had the satisfaction of like, oh, we got a bit more of him. But then... We, we got him a little bit on stage. And at first I was like, oh, we didn't see too much of him. And then I realized this is not a concert for you. 
you know so there's nothing wrong the story had to move on and push on so it was also good it was good one thing that the show has done really well is integrating what is very LA what is very real about these characters into these stories and it's beautiful to see it so there's like a whole shuffle with everyone that happens wiggle soul down to the wobble and it was beautiful just look at us black people just being amazing in unison doing just enjoying and i really even on my notes i just like look at black joy a full crowd hitting the bubble and anime turns around and he's like oh they're wobbling overseas because kelly <laughs> is in the crowd as well and i was just like I, I cannot deal with this i but this song was huge globally it was a huge song so huge yeah and then see a moment between Issa and Molly and how dancing is bringing people together. Vince performs and it's a nice performance. It goes well. I think this is the similar expectations that I had for Sir, but then obviously they're different parts of the programming. We get to the point that it's revealed how Issa was able to get connected to Vince. And it's Andrew who reveals to, to Molly that it was Nathan who asked, who requested on behalf of Issa and he made the connection. This is when he was talking to Vince's manager, Molly. She's really pissed off about this. And she goes, she approaches Issa. Two ways of looking at this. Number one, scripting wise, this was a perfect way to be done. It was drama. We'd love to see it. Everything brought into the core at the worst possible time. That's how everything is erupting. And Molly is pouring herself out. But in reality, this is where you know that the enemy is at work and the enemy is never too far away from you you mean to tell me molly was happy for her friend to take an l to just flop when her time was limited an artist that she'd already secured had dropped out but she's happy for her to take the l because of the fact that she made up this rule and she was not willing to help her basically she just was not willing to help her and the reason she was not willing to help her being realistic we don't know and i don't think we can actually get a point that Molly can actually be able to justify this. It's, it's like, I'm laughing because this is actually quite painful. It's sad. I've had it done to me. There's people out there who will pretend, who will say that they're your friends, but the, they will not help you. I reached out to someone and at that point, I was actually at, at an end of a friendship, but then I remember reaching out to her to help someone, to just connect someone who was doing some research. And she saw the email didn't say anything, had the nerve to tell someone else that she's seen the email and leave it there. And I'm just like, you know, it would I would have respected you more if you actually replied back to my email and was like, you know what, because of the fact that I'm feeling petty or because of the fact that of A, B, C and D, I feel I'm not going to help you out or I'm not going to help the person. First of all, it was a third party. But I'm telling you, the spirit of Molly is there. It is roaming and it's activated. And we rebuke it. I personally, I will rebuke it on your behalf. As you're listening to this podcast, we rebuke the spirit of Molly in your life. And we say that you are set free from friendships and friends who want to see you fail in the name of Jesus. Brr. Word. Molly really went in on this. She went in on a, on a different level. She didn't need to do this. She really, she really did not need to do this. Because I don't, I don't know why. I don't know whether we've missed something or we don't know about something that 
more because she's very angry i think at something that's very minute and it's a problem that obviously is accumulated over time and they do need to talk about it but damn that was mm-mm. and then andrew's just here looking at this and you're like there's no way that you can redeem yourself in a relationship once someone sees the side of you it's really hard to kind of back up on it and once again this is another thing i think as adults, as grown up, you need to be able to learn people and the relationship that you're going to be because no relationship is going to be the same. But I actually don't quite understand what Molly's major problem is. But there's some people who, once they get in a relationship, they're single friends, they become the people who, because of the fact that they're single, their relationship might end. Who knows? Because hideosity, I don't know where it's packaged. So I can't even have explanation for this. I, I really cannot. I really, really, I can't, I can't, I can't. But genuinely, I was shocked by this. Great writing, (laughs) great directing, great acting, but I felt it on a different level. And yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be actually quite hard to see if they're going to be able to come back from this because genuinely, Issa needed a win. And as a friend who's seen her, I mean, you would assume as a friend who's seen her go through the motions of being in a job that she doesn't like, being in a space that she's not really fulfilling her potential and then making that leap and taking that leap to, to work on something independently and really pursue it. And then for you, when you're in a position to be able to help her and considering the reason why Andrew and Molly are going out together is because of the friendship with Nathan as well. I really cannot remember season three and and the time that they met, but Nathan and Andrew are friends. So if he wasn't there to a degree, if Nathan and, and Issa didn't know each other, then Andrew and Molly would have been less likely to happen. So all that going on, and then you're just, you want to be like, no, I'm not going to help you because I don't want to be mixing the two things. So sad, so petty on, on her behalf. And I pray for her benefit and her benefit alone that they this relationship between her and Andrew works out and they make it down the aisle and live happily ever after because... At some point, you will need your friends back and the friends, you need people to be able to comfort you through those hard times. And Issa has been your biggest pillar. So after you having this this outburst, are you going to be able to go back and with your chest and be able to even have that conversation? God knows. Mm. So after that rant, (laughs) in all of that going on, (laughs) there's a guy who shouts out, black people can never have anything good. They're trying to defuse the whole situation and then someone fires a gun and the shot goes off and Kelly's accent drops. Amine is like, yo, what happened to accent? And she's like, yo, I'm from Philly. (laughs) And everybody runs. It's not even funny. It's not actually funny, but it's just the way everything just like came to an end. Tiff and Kelly go home and they offer Issa a lift. And then she's like, no, I'll stay behind. Nathan as well, which is kind of weird. The fact that Nathan didn't even like, he didn't offer to stay around and kind of like help her, but he's done enough. He's done enough. He helped her get the artist. But yo, when I'm telling you emotions in one show, this really delivered it. Overall, I actually really, I really enjoyed this episode. It was nice. It was a good mixture of, of comedy and drama major beat was here in this one and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next because it seems that 
more than anything the the show is exploring relationships when it comes to friendships so yeah we'll we'll see how that goes so once again guys let me know what you think how you feel the show went what you like what you didn't like I think I mentioned it before I also really enjoyed the cinematography around this it gave us a good overview of how the rest of the block party looked visually it's really nice that Stella did that Miss Singleton on the writing as well did a fantastic job really enjoyed the exchange when it comes to dialogue and and the push of the characters being able to see more comedic elements coming through where's Lawrence what's Lawrence up to where was he in this episode I miss a little bit of Chad I feel like this would have been unique for Chad you know he would have showed up with his girlfriend and maybe she would have been in the crowd somewhere so we still don't get to see her but overall I enjoyed the show so that was Insecure season four episode five Loki moving on so as always I leave you with an African proverb only a fool test the depth of a river with both feet that's it that's 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 a proverb but once again I'm going to repeat the quote so you can enter the competition yes the competition of getting something cute for Marifa and that is and I quote I'm not going to use the b word I just call y'all unstable creatures end quote if you can give us the character the film the year of the film and the director of the film you will be entered into the competition and we'll be reaching out to you to sort out everything else that comes into that so sending it off to you and everything so make sure you check the description of this podcast and our instagram post in order to be able to enter the competition for now thank you so much for taking out the time to listen to this podcast this review of insecure season four episode five low-key moving on i hope you remain black beautiful blessed and without any hating maldies in your life amen hallelujah until next time i'm natumi and this is marifa podcast that's my own jingle okay bye <laughs>